Okay, so there's this doctor in the uh, border, uh, in this like Mexican border town between Mexico and Texas. And I'm going to use a pseudonym because I was told from his attorney that um, I had like had difficulty reporting on this story because you know this man. No, I talked to his attorney <laughs> because uh, he is constantly given death threats by Mexican drug cartels. Damn. Okay, so this guy is um, technically a dual citizen of the United States and Mexico, and he's so worried about uh, these drug cartels that uh, he has his, all of his money that he makes. First off, he does a lot of like pro bono work. He's like. Uh, like he, he does, he, he like heals the drug cartels and he heals the cops after they both like kill each other and stuff. Uh, kind of like an, uh, an anti Omar, if you will, an inverse of yeah. Omar from the wire. Yeah. He's like the guy in, uh, John Wick who's just like, give me one of them gold coins. I'll, I'll stitch you up real good. So yeah. he's like, he's like a benign neutral. Yeah. He's a, a ben- yeah. 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 But he's a target because he does all that stuff pro bono, but then he makes all of his money because there's a bunch of um, fucking like cosmetic tourism. So people, <laughs> so people, so like motherfuckers from Corpus Christi in Houston uh, drive down to the border town. <laughs> they all have listeners from Mix a Lots. I like big butts wait, and wait, I can't yeah. lie. Yeah, dude. Wait, 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 wait. He's, 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 wait, is he literally doing plastic surgery for these other people? Yeah, yeah. And he, so he's healing. He's healing people who are drastically affected by drug wars. Yeah, and then also just like. Giving somebody a, a, a big old ass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this, this is like the the inversion of anything just in the world. This yeah. is he is not balancing the scales because he's healing these people that are creating the strife. Yeah, and fighting they, one another. Why do they hate him? Why do so Why do they not like him? Why does the drug cartels hate him? Because he's got money, baby. He's Leave got him money. Alone. Leave him alone. He's doing his. He's not even involved in your thing. Come on, he's barely involved. <laughs> well, maybe in your maybe thing. they they just got a taste. Like yeah. if you're making some money, yeah, exactly. You got to pay a little bit because sure, yeah, cocaine sure. is the primary income source. But you got to have you diversify your income streams. Yeah. So when the cocaine kilos aren't going over the border. You know, you got to get a taste of everybody's business. They're doing yeah. the mob. They're doing the yeah. mob so wrong. All right, that's the whole point of it. Is that you just threaten people like, give us a percentage of your bit. We're like a version of taxation, and you're like, okay, you're the unregulated mob, and you'll kill me otherwise. Yeah. But otherwise, you'll just leave me alone. You tax the little kids that are selling chiclets. You tax the yeah. churro ladies, and you tax the guy who's who's injecting the lips with filler. Yeah, yeah and exactly. they're just, but they're just like, no, we're just violent. Like <laughs> we're very violent. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So just like be a normal person and run a plastic surgery racketeering operation, and like grow up a little bit. Frankly, is what I sh- is what I say to this doctor. Yeah, it's like my first thing, and also like. Frankly, when there's a lot of people giving with guns, exactly, just like give them a little bit of money to stay calm. But he has a, a, a different idea about what to do with all this plastic surgery money. What's that? He puts it in American private asset management banks. This man. <laughs> this man has jumped. He puts it. <laughs> this is gone. I'm already very – I'm so – now I hate him. Why? He, he made so, he made it was just a big old mistake, and that's what this entire fucking story that I wrote on is about. He stored all of his money in three different locations 
of you know what i'm just gonna say the name of the firm because it's fine i reported on it it's, sure it's public, it's knowledge. public knowledge lpl yeah. financial okay so he put it all in lpl financial um so he has it there okay he has some of the money that is invested and there's just like some kind of like fishery about how they're doing it. Yeah, they're kind of mismanaging his funds. They're not selecting the optimal investments for him. And they put, they put it all on movie pass. Put it all on Kamala Harris's campaign. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Breaking news, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lime scooters. Yeah. No, I think he'd probably be doing all right. Well, well, that's another thing we'll see. for another day. Yeah. No, yeah. no they, they put it all in Adam Newman's college. fund. <laughs> uh. Fantastic comedian. Uh, yeah, right. Um, no, no shade uh, on Adam Newman. We're t- this is, this uh, different other Adam, Adam Newman is really Adam Newman. Yes. <laughs> Adam, Adam Newman may work at the right jokes at WeWork, but Adam yeah. Newman Adam made Newman, a, WeWork a fucking joke. Adam right. Newman, the man who does not want to die. <laughs> that man. Yeah. So anyway, so he put his so he put his money um, not in Lex Luthor's account, but in LPL Financial's account. And they did some and he had multiple accounts because he was also he's a cheap bastard. He's a plastic surgeon after all. Sure. And he's putting the money um, in all these different things to avoid all these interest rate things. So he's doing some like little stuff. He's got a financial planner and he's got it in all these different locations. I don't really know all the details as to why it's in all these different locations. Now I have a question for you about this though. Sure. So you're telling me that they, that these financial institutions are putting his money in subpar investments. Yes. Uh, and that's not necessarily a choice that he's making, but a choice they're making for him. A, su- a subprime. Now, is this an un- is this a- <laughs> how ethical is this for them to do that? That's Are they true. able to do this to him because he's kind of like a shady figure himself? Is this a case of like Stringer Bell and the Wire? Oh, where the uh, real estate guys basically took all of Stringer Bell's cocaine money. And like, yeah. or like, because there's nothing you could do about it. If right. you're like a weed dealer and like you deliver weed to a guy in the Upper West Side, but you have to hide in his closet every once in a while when his girlfriend is home because, and so you charge him $60 instead of $50 because you're just like, I don't want to hide in the closet. This is this isn't, this isn't me. This, this is a little This is a friend, by the way. <laughs> Are they not living up to their fiduciary responsibility? Um, there's a lot of reasons why they're not. The most common one, the, the easiest explanation that's most beneficial to the doctor, yes, um, is just that they're pro- they're likely investing in funds that just don't make the most money for him, but make the most money for them. Uh. Okay, so oftentimes they'll invest in funds that they already have a, a piece in, but even though that's not going to give him the most returns. LPL has some money that, that you know, so they're investing in this affiliated fund or the advisor. This is all speculation. I don't have the details on this as to like why they were making some bad investments. But something that would be, you know, maybe beneficial to a narrative more beneficial to LPL brokers would be that he um, wasn't paying attention because this motherfucker was all the way in Mexico and wasn't ke- keeping track of his money. And he, we were just following orders that were bunk from, you know, a long time ago, which I think is fucking bullshit. I, I, I don't think that that is a reasonable thing. You think no this one investment should... firm is like particularly fucking fucking it up? LPL's had a lot of fucking chicanery going on, man. Yeah. I, yes, and I use that word chicanery. Some japes? Some japen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they've been a little – they've been fucking skimming off the top of clients' accounts all year. They've been – They've been doing. A, they've been fined by the SEC and by some other uh, regulators and stuff yeah. like that for some similar kind of shit. He's digging his own grave by yeah. investing in 
um, this bank. And so there's a lot of... So then... There's that. That's yeah. one element of it. And yeah. we've got two then, more elements to go. Yeah, there's like yeah. f- a couple more. Okay, wow. So, <laughs> so is this, okay, this is going to sprawl out, So baby. then this is not the only thing that they're doing, okay? Yeah. They're also investing his money in um, this fund, in these real estate funds and also these other, these other real estate assets in um, – where is it? It's in Bermuda. I was going to say, is it, is it a Caribbean place? Yeah. It's in Bermuda, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm just trying to remember. Yeah, so he's in Bermuda, and it's like this fund is not legal for U.S. citizens to invest in for whatever reason. I, again, I don't know all the details on this, but there are some investments you can't invest in every single stock exchange. You can't invest in every single product. They're like only were, citizens of Luxembourg are allowed to. Ooh, yeah. if you were, <laughs> Liechtenstein. Ooh, if you were Frankly, a citizen yeah. of Luxembourg. Yeah. <laughs> Woo, that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> by citizen, they just mean non-globalist, non-global yeah. citizen or something like that. Non, you know, I mean, it's something like that. So you're not allowed to invest in that, and I, I don't know why. It's probably some money laundering thing, or I don't know what it is. But anyways, these LPL people, they assume that the doctor is um, is a Mexican citizen yeah. because he lives in Mexico. And for some reason, maybe the Mexican citizens are allowed to invest in this Bermudan fund, uh, but U.S. citizens are not for whatever reason. They're investing it, um, his money, in this Bermuda fund, okay? All of this together, then on top of that, okay, there's this dude. And the way that this lawyer described to me this dude, it was like fucking Brad Pitt in Burn After Reading. Oh, my God. Oh, like you're so plugged into the intelligence community. I'm just saying. It's a lay person. Well, I think the quality of the intelligence dictates how high up he is, not what we know. I also – do you have any water? I got to hydrate. I got tap water. Are you kidding Okay. okay. There's a fucking rogue element character. Okay. Yeah. He's this just like, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's this guy. Okay. This guy's a broker. And again, I can't use his name because I could only get this verified from one source. And I don't I really would like for our inaug- we don't, us not get, uh, you know, sued for slander on our first episode. So yeah. anyways, <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be nice. So, so anyways, this is all alleged from one lawyer. So that this guy is total. He's like apparently just a fucking meathead. Like he and he is so he's like a monster energy drink, monster energy drink, fucking weightlifter, superficial. He was a broker who got disbarred in 2012. Okay, but from the years of 2010 to 2012, he was running his own little scheme as an LPL broker. Okay, and what he was doing, he was setting up fake accounts. Okay, and he was essentially creating a little mini. I'm trying to remember. I would assume it was a pon- an actual Ponzi, Ponzi scheme. An actual, an actual I would say like, Ponzi wait a minute, you're, t- you're describing a, a miniature Ponzi yeah, scheme. So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so not to bring out the title of the show too soon, yeah. but he was actually creating a little Ponzi scheme allegedly. Okay, so where he was – a Ponzi scheme is where you invest someone's money and you tell them that you're going to give them this much return, but instead of actually giving them return, you're giving them a chunk of somebody else's investment who you promised the same thing. Yeah. Okay, a Ponzi scheme is like... It's trickle-up economics, where you have somebody... You have tiers, right? You've got one guy at the top, and then he says, hey, uh, you get two more people to invest. That's a pyramid scheme. Okay. That's a pyramid scheme. It's a little slightly different, okay? Sure. So a a Ponzi scheme is... a, A pyramid scheme is like a McDonald's that doesn't actually sell McDonald's. 
it sell like when you go to the register. It doesn't sell. It doesn't sell. It sells other McDonald's. Yeah, it doesn't. And then those McDonald's only sell other McDonald's. Yeah, there's no actual hamburgers. Yeah, they're just selling. They're just selling McDonald's. There's no fucking hamburgers. There's no hamburgers, and everyone's expecting there to be a hamburger at some point, and there never is. everyone's very hungry. And then and then and then they get hangry. Yeah, and then they get hangry. And then the guy who sold the initial McDonald's, he's taking collections from every single sale of every other McDonald's. That's a pyramid scheme. I'm hating it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but a Ponzi scheme is different. Ponzi scheme is slightly different. A Ponzi scheme is a similar principle, but it's that it's more fund based. So it's like I'm going to launch a new fund or I'm going to uh, get some startup money to start this new – uh, it's not as good to say that it's a, a, a McDonald's because that's a company and a Ponzi scheme is funds. Okay, so I'm going to start this new – I don't know. We're going to start a new uh, – let's say we're going to start a new Bitcoin. Okay? Yeah. And that's a, a Bitcoin you can argue is a fund. Okay? And so we're going to invest in this fund or like a, a, um, a college fund. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So we're going to start a college fund for our, us three friends. We're going to start it together and we're, it's going to make 10% returns every year. A fucking amazing returns and the most irresponsible college fund. We're all going to go to college. Life. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. all going to go to fucking college. All of our kids yeah. are going to go to college. I already and, bought a hoodie and a longboard. I'm, I'm, I'm there, buddy. <laughs> and our kids marry our, our kids, so they yeah. intermarry. So yeah. we keep the yeah. money inside the family, like Wu-Tang Clan lyrics. That's yeah, right, exactly. Man. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but instead of actually starting a, um, returns for that investment, I'm j- I am secretly recruiting other people and recruiting other Dannys and Gabes and telling them the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm using that startup money that they used to initially invest to distribute it back to you two. So yeah. we have no idea where the money's coming from, but we're happy because we just you're, got you're, we got paid out. You're getting yeah, your ten yeah, percent. Yeah. You're getting your ten percent. But in reality, there's no, no there's nothing there. Right. There's no college fund. I'm just I'm just using the money. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah. So allegedly, this fucking Brad Pitt character, Meathead, is running a Ponzi scheme using individual LPL accounts. Okay, so he's saying what a psychopath. That seems wild. That seems like it's going to <laughs> topple in no way possible. So, so he's using. The, yeah, yeah, it's fucking wild. So this is. So he's creating these, these little accounts. This stuff. Remember, he was only a registered broker for like three years tops, and he was running the scheme for two of those three years. Damn. Amazing stuff. I hope. Damn. He's, I, I wish him the best. Honestly, I hope that he's. He's a real go getter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. So what he's doing is he's creating. He's using. Um, the way he's executing this is he's creating false bank statements. Again, this is all alleged. This is I've only heard this from one source that um, he was using fa- fake bank statements, okay, to give reports to these people, and he was using fake names and he was using fake addresses, including using um, this. Uh, using a P.O. Box address in Mexico. The funny thing is, P.O. Boxes don't exist in Mexico. <laughs> Dude, you could have tricked me. Yeah. I mean, uh, oh, yeah. So oh. it's great. It's just great. It's just, like, beautiful, and I'm, pr- I'm proud of him for this, like, innovative scheme. What happened to this guy? So then, Houston Joint Task Force, Anti-Cartel Joint Task Force. It's always sees- joint. Some, so some, some what good, happened is— Some good old so, boys. So, he, so for, first off, let me clarify— uh, two sources told me that there's no way that this, you know, like LPL broker jock guy never once ripped off the doctor. 
But he did use his identity to rip off other people. Oh my god! He used so, yeah. This is so why <laughs> did he just find his name is like that's a great name. I should use it Something as like, a yeah. fake name. Yeah. <laughs> this doctor has a target on his back from several parties. One, the cartels want to kill him for healing the cops. Yeah. yeah. The cops want to kill him and because for healing the cartels. Yeah. yeah. Right. Then now all of these defrauded investors think that he's the guy who's taking their money. Well, the defrauded investors don't necessarily know that it's him. Right. But the Houston Joint Task Force sees, okay, a drug cartel-affiliated doctor on the border town, has illegal assets in Bermuda, and has, like, three bank accounts already. Because remember, like I said, he likes to save interest or whatever. Yeah. He likes to avoid those interest rates. And he also has all these fake accounts on top that this fucking Brad Pitt character created <laughs> to, to, to do this separate fucking fraud scheme. <laughs> just, 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 okay. Just, so the just, just a sheriff from Houston like, oh, boy, this is what we in the business like call slam dunk. <laughs> yeah. 80-gallon <laughs> hat. Yeah, it's a fucking, yeah. <laughs> you can imagine the guy. Yeah, yeah. Um. So... We don't – and again, this is what his lawyer told me. So who, you know what? Actually, the funny thing is after writing this story, I was like, what if everything this lawyer told me is false and this fucking doctor was like actually just funneling money for the drug cartels the entire time and like everything that he just told me was a fucking lie? I, I, I don't have evidence that is not, but I kind of like the lawyer's story better because it's m- much weirder. So yeah. the Joint Task Force of Houston, uh, DEA, IRS, and a couple other people, um, they – um, fucking sue the doc. They like start open a criminal investigation into the doctor. Okay. Um, then they find out about this, um, this jock, this fucking LPL brokers, like fraud scheme. They, um, someone refers the Bermudan go- alert. We don't know who, but someone sends out, um, like a, an anonymous tip to the Bermudan government that someone has this illegal fund. It's hard to take them seriously because they all wear shorts to work. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Banking next to the most beautiful scenery. <laughs> Firefest is happening in the background. They're like, hold on. We got a, hop- we got a hop from our government building. We, they jump into like golf carts. Yeah, yeah. And scoot down the cobblestone yeah. like Colonial Street to the, to the bank. <laughs> yeah. Freeze this guy's accounts. Yeah, they don't have fax machines. They just have ski dues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they're just doing that. And then, so then this guy f- somehow finds a way to be like, look, man, I didn't know about it. I'm a doctor on the border town. And then he uses his passivity as an excuse. He says, I haven't fucking t- looked at this money in 10 years or whatever. You know, it's so like, I didn't know that this money was in the Bermuda. I didn't know this money was here or whatever. So it, um, they, they end up settling with the doctor. He only pays 50 K, um, to, um, Bermuda. And then the joint task force, once they realize that he's not laundering money, uh, for the fucking, uh, cartels, they settle for 1.2 million for him with him. Okay. okay. So he's got to pay. Then he goes back and he's like, well, fuck this. I just got fucked over. Um, like, how am I going to afford my child's eye surgery or whatever he's going to do? You know, like he's going to. Oh, now your child needs eye surgery. <laughs> oh, wow. Look Pla- at this. What about like plastic eye surgery? I'm just trying to think. <laughs> oh, pretty eyes. Can we get back to the, the fact that he is a plastic surgeon is probably he is a get for the cartels mm-hmm. in terms of like one of those uh, crime doctors. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, mm-hmm. you know, mo- you watch the shows. They're always going to veterinarians. Yeah. You know, you get shot up and they're like, all they have for you is ketamine or whatever you give to 
puppies with hey, toothaches. Look, no, no shade to ketamine, but like, yeah. <laughs> you need a general anesthetic. Like, but also, like, one of the biggest things that you need when you're a high profile uh, crime kingpin is you need facelifts. So true. So That's he's true. perfect. You're, so you true. might just get shot in the fucking face or stabbed. <laughs> not, or, not everyone can afford CGI like Robert De Niro. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's right. Like, you sometimes you want to change your look if everybody's seen <laughs> your face splashed on the front pages of uh, Time magazine. You know, yeah. I never even thought of that, but that is a fucking good ass point. There was the uh, I forgot what his name was, the Lord of the Sky, who was one of the <laughs> cartel kingpins um, in the northern part. He was part of the Sinaloa cartel, but he died on the operating table uh, because oh. getting a facelift because everybody knew what he looked like. Weird. And, uh, uh, and, you know, it didn't turn out well for all of the plastic surgeons in that room. <laughs> oh, no. He ends, up just, he ends up just looking like Squidward, <laughs> like, like handsome Squidward. <laughs> yeah, you, gotta, you better make sure that your client stays alive, though, because if they die on the operating table, like, it, not only are you getting murdered, but your whole family is, too. So what happened to this meathead, uh, like, sentient energy drink? So the sentient energy drink broker just gets disbarred. Yes. And so then we don't know. Really? That's it? He gets, yeah. Well, okay. I mean, the, the, so this, far? The, this will be a recurring theme. Okay. That like. I'm outraged already. Yeah. We just started this podcast. <laughs> you go home. You don't get to do this anymore. <laughs> Uh, so he just gets disbarred from for being a broker, and who knows? Now he's probably selling supple, like he's now in probably an Herbalife salesman now. Yeah, you know new, what I mean? Like nootropics. Yeah, like he's just like really into like some like astrology app or something like that. So like he's doing. So he's just disbarred from what I know. Then the doctor goes back and countersues because he owes money to the Texas state government for. Uh, there's some like, in it, once they realized that it wasn't a drug cartel money launder they realized that he did have some tax evasion shit and so they got him on some tax evasion stuff and then he countersued lpl and was just like look uh you know i'm gonna sue you because fuck you you just like totally this has been like nine years of my life where i've been litigating this and they just it went it was in texas state court then it went appealed and then it got finally moved to arbitration it got moved to arbitration and the securities industry has its own Form of arbitration. Oh, I'm sure it's very, very non-corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a lovely, a lovely enterprise. So there's this. In addition to having its own arbitration process, the securities industry has like, um, as far as I can count, three separate self-regulating organizations what? that are not government organizations. They are private corporations who are given enforcement power by the government to enforce securities laws. Or Anytime somebody securities says laws. Uh, self-regulation, I'm like, who oh, is man. watching The Watchmen? Yeah. <laughs> this is like worse than like just the regular old army getting contract. This is like instead of just like, yeah, we got Blackwater to give a bunch of guys with like AR-15s. It's like just a guy with like a fucking bazooka, just like yeah, I need this. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, there's there's no like just like how exactly like how a private military contractor it doesn't really have to obey the laws of chain of command, really. Like yeah. it really like you you know they in they practice can, they can racketeer as much as they want to. They can do kind of like whatever sort of like drug shit they need really need to do. They just need to like get make sure that like Raytheon stocks are going up. That's like the most important thing, right? So. FINRA isn't quite like a fucking, you know, it, it's not quite like that, but in the same way that they don't really have a serious obligation um, to really enforce the laws in the same way because it is it is the fox watching the chicken coop. Okay? Yeah, and so they, it's they're like, not a di they're not a disinterested uh, entity. 
Correct. That is there to uh, apply justice, or like in a impartial way. Correct. And we'll see. <laughs> and, and Look, we'll, I'm just a, I'm just a simple man wearing a monopoly suit. <laughs> what harm could I possibly cause? <laughs> I'm, I'm not only a member yeah, of this. I'm yeah. also the president. Somebody get me down the boardwalk. <laughs> have you ever thought that he's actually more middle class because he's missing an eyeglass? So maybe he's an average Joe. Mm. You ever thought about that, Danny? I mean, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, the monocle in the 1890s just meant that you had nearsightedness in one eye. <laughs> no, it meant that you were too poor yeah. to afford that. You know, that was how the middle class was built on two eyeglasses, you know? Yeah. And they connected them. That was Franklin Roosevelt's promise, was connecting the two glasses. Well, anyway. you wore one mon- you wore the monocle on one eye, and the other one was weak, but it was to strengthen that eye. You were yelling <laughs> at that eye to catch up. <laughs> Bootstraps. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was yeah. a form of ocular calisthenics. Yeah. <laughs> switch it from the monocle from eye to eye. Yeah. So Finra, we're gonna talk. We get, we'll talk about Finra. As yeah, much we're gonna as have to define to. Finra at some point. Financial Industry Regulatory Authority. It's yeah. not even a good fucking. Sure. It's not even a good acronym because F I N N doesn't really stand for anything. Financial Industry Regulatory Authority. Whatever. Fin. 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 Yeah. It should be FIRA, but whatever. Who? Yeah. who so arbitration's say? going on. So there's some arbitration that goes on between them, and they end up settling. Um, and LPL had to pay this motherfucker back $1.5 million. <laughs> so like conservatively speaking, this doctor, I'm going to, I'm going to go out there on a limb and say that he's probably worth like what? 10 million bucks. I am not sure, but that's, uh, that's not like, unreasonable. That's yeah. definitely not unreasonable. I, I, that seems right. This is so funny too, because it's like, I mean, look. But your your friend Danny could really use ten million dollars. But like in the finance, like the financial sector, like that's pocket change. Like that's yeah. not a lot. No, no, no. He would be considered um, a retail investor. Yeah, uh, retail means Main Street means non. You have to in order to be able to be like invest in hedge funds, for example, you have to have a net worth of five million. Uh, wait, no, no, five million dollars. He could invest in a hedge fund. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, but you know, he, it's not like he, five million. He oh, could yeah. do it, but like it'd be the equivalent of going into a casino, and it's like you have the hundred dollar minimum to like uh, go play roulette, but you could lose it immediately. Correct. You know, correct. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, what are you gonna do? Is put half of your overall wealth in this fucking hedge fund? Who he's knows shopping how, you know? at the at the hot topic of uh, of real estate, <laughs> of, not, of investing. You know, he's not at the Neiman Marcus. Not yeah. quite. No, 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 no. no. He's, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's just got plastic surgery money. You know, um, he doesn't have asset manager money. So he um, yeah, I mean, that that's kind of the end of it for right now. Anyway, that's kind of the end of it for right now. That's all. And so I found this just by like we can anyone can go look at this. You go to Finra dot fucking org. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it's not even dot gov. And you go and you look up their arbitration every day. They have a new arbitration, maybe like three or four different arbitrations that are published. And I just found this one and like just random. They have like the attorney's name. You can contact the attorney by looking them up online. And just like found him, just like f- fucking stumbled upon like the weirdest fucking story I've ever written about. And who's and you know uh, I'm always looking for a bad guy. I'm always looking uh, to point my fingers at someone. And I don't uh, the 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 worst person in this story to me so far is the broker, Ponzi yeah. scheme broker. Yeah, 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 absolutely, you know, absolutely. The doc, the doc is a uh, is an eccentric libertarian. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call him good. Uh, he's by, a, by he's, any like, he's the natural conclusions of the both sides argument. You know, yeah, yeah. like he's just there to just make some make makes it like 
like he is both sizing drug cartels yes. and civilians who are killed by drug cartels, and I mean, in cops, um, separate. But like he's both sizing civilians and drug cartels. And then he is also just making money on the side, just doing some nasty ass shit. That you know? pro bono stuff, you know, that's but that's one uh, in a Christian context. He's like a good Samaritan, but also in a doctor context, he's the he's he's following the Hippocratic oath, right? Where yeah. you're not, you know, you're I not supposed to do that. harm. I forgot he was doing it pro bono. Yeah, uh, that's right. Wait, wait for both the mob or for both the cartel and people. He does it for the thrills. I think he's yeah, just he does, dude, he's, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. He does it pro bono. He does. He's like he runs the only hospital in this town. This man just likes an, likes holding a tiny little scalpel. <laughs> yeah. He just he just makes me think of like the uh, Saving Private Ryan medic. Like, yeah, he's just doing like Give war me the cosplay. Morphine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where he's like, "Oh, where's the problem? I've got like a a bandolier of, of a morphine sorets, and I'm ready to go." Dude, and- sometimes you do need people like that because most people are utter cowards, kind of myself <laughs> included. Uh, but and and this guy's just like, yeah. I don't fucking care. I'll, 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 I'll fix anybody. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter to him. Yeah. Yeah. Or he has some sort of moral compass. I don't know. I also, I do. There's such a, there's a very real impetus for people who make 70% of their money doing something or 90% or all of their money doing something like really either like ethically neutral or like ethically immoral. But then they, like market themselves at dinner parties or otherwise with their pro bono, yeah, like ten percent. You know what I mean? And this is his like, oh yeah, I run this hospital. And like, oh my god, you are a saint. Thank you so much. Like we uh, we are so grateful for you. And he's like, yeah, oh that's awesome. And they're like, so how did you pay last month's rent? Oh, I um I own this building off of plastic surgery money. Like it's just like he doesn't. Yeah. There's no see. You know, his one problem is really just like kind of pussyfooting into crime. Like in a way, it's like if you're yeah, going to deal yeah. with it's like he's dealing with the cartel and like I wouldn't even call that the aspect of it. The aspect is just the dumb financial stuff where it's like, but uh, again, get this man some gold. Like it's, <laughs> he didn't even have to get involved in this complicated arbitration, like this whole thing. Ten um, years of his life gone. Just, yeah. Just like. And he could have had a oh nice shiny bar of gold. Had to pay lawyer, <laughs> he had to pay lawyers that whole time. Some of it remind he reminds me of Maury from Goodfellas. Like the uh, the guy who sells wigs, who gets uh, sure. hooked up with uh, hooked up with the mob for the Lufthansa heist. And it's just like, dude, if you just sold wigs, you'd be fine. Yeah. He's like <laughs> just, the biggest, he's like the biggest simp in the so, movie. Just so unnecessary. Or like yeah. that guy from the uh, the the dad from The Sopranos who owns that sports store who wants to right. get into betting, you know? Yeah, just, just stay, stay stay in your lane, man. Just <laughs> yeah. Why why comp why complicate things? Why your your life is already so complicated as it is. And yeah. Was it does he live in like I assume he lives in like a like Juarez or something like that if it's a border? No, he town. he's south of Corpus Christi, so okay. not Ciudad, not not El Paso area. Oh like yeah, far, that's right near the, the Gulf area. Yeah, that's the western side. Yeah, the yeah, Gulf. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Corpus Christi, famous for producing uh, Tejano singer pop sensation Selena. Also, oh I God. believe uh, Schlitterbahn wow. is there. Do you know Schlitterbahn? Are you serious? Sounds like a German amusement park. It that, sounds, is, that, that sounds like who funded Selena being killed. It's, uh, it's uh, a <laughs> Schlitterbahn is a water park. It's like a really well-known big water park in Texas. And I think it's in Corpus Christi. It's on the Gulf side of Texas sure. for sure. Sch- Schlitterbahn. Yeah. 
Well, we should kind of describe exactly why we're here, though, right? Oh yeah. So this is uh, this That's is David's da- voice. Hey, I'm hey, I'm David. This yeah. is a show. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> this is a show called Ponzi Scream, and yeah. we're going to be talking about white collar crime and um and the financial uh, and financial industry. financial industry and and, and bad bad people. Yeah, I'm... and why they're bad and why we can make a better world when they all. Uh, uh, parody. We murder them all. Let me let me be let me be clear. Uh, I will not be the first or the last to talk about financial crimes. Yeah. Uh, if you listen to NPR or anything like that, you're gonna hear a lot of people talk about like, uh, oh, blah, 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 somebody's did this white collar crime, blah blah, and then no judgment on it. And the explicit pur- purpose of this is to be like shame, yeah, shame, shame, shame. This is bad. Shame. Yeah, yeah. And also, um, I, I I do want to point out we're going to delve into the weeds, and but we are not here to pr- promote financial literacy. No, we are not here to promote financial literacy. No. Financial literacy is. Bad. Yeah, yeah. You should not learn these things. You I'm should. Here to pro- I'm here to you promote learn financial pop up books. Dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. You should learn how to fucking roller skate and like talk to your family <laughs> better. You know what I mean? Like this is like financial literacy is bad because the entire financial sector spends billions of dollars intentionally making this stuff more complicated and less accessible every fucking day. And in order to enrich themselves and to make themselves feel more more important. And then they spit on you insultingly and say, why don't you know enough? You need more financial literacy. If only you had financial literacy, then you would be able to avoid this. I mean, it is like as much of a fucking red herring as you can get as like the root of why people don't why people don't get the financial sector. Like it is not about literacy. We don't don't learn anything except for learn how these people are fucking us all over yes and with a with like i've been like oh come on like like it like it's a little uh, come on, come on. Oh, we, we skimmed okay yeah. we skimmed okay well it's, it sounds like a, a a death by a thousand cuts yes and uh you know what what i'm fascinated with is sort of how our system incentivizes the worst uh the worst in our human nature uh, capitalism in general just kind of does that. It sort of encourages individual greed, and it and for whatever reason in the United States we idealize con men. We love con men. We love oh, yeah. snake oil salesmen. Oh, yeah. uh, we we and that's who's in charge right now. You guys see, catch me if you can. <laughs> that man was a sociopath. Remember when he like fucking ruined that family's life by pretending to be a doctor and a lawyer at the same time, and then he just ran away with their money like. Even oh. though they were rich, but he fucking ruined their lives. What I mean, was that guy's name? I'm trying to remember. Fra- uh, Frank, Abagnale. Frank Abagnale. Frank Abagnale. Jr. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think about I think about uh, I, the literacy that I want to bring up is this idea that, and I think you sent this article about um, small donors right now in uh, for political candidates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's amazing that we've democratized how campaigns can generate their income. Yeah. Right? All this money's coming in from people who are donating $27 a pop to like Bernie Sanders campaign or any of the other candidates, but let's just name him because he's awesome. Yeah. And however, uh, the middlemen who uh, run these things uh, for donating online uh, take out, the credit card companies take out a percentage of each of these small donations. Yeah. So aggregated, if you donate 30 small to- one uh, donations of $27, 
they're getting a, a bigger percentage of money because the, because they take a cut every time, every transaction. Totally. Mm. Versus putting in one big lump sum. You want to get into the heart of the de- you want to make you want to like do well in the Democratic Party. Get a job working for Act Blue. <laughs> you yeah. will do well. Oh, they're making a killing. Oh, like act, killing. Oh, oh, like Blue act, is- act Green. Oh, baby. Just all I see is dollar signs. Oh, I'm just skimming a little cream off the top, but I'm providing a great service. Yeah. Why I, didn't you sign my petition on change.org? This is uh, my Al Pacino from The Devil's Advocate, by the way. There's got to be like. That's right. I think a, I think a salient point that you were pointing out earlier though, is that there is a financial jargon that gets thrown around. And I think a good point that we're trying to sort of uh, hammer on here is not necessarily enforcing it, but kind of decoding it a little bit and explaining why it's probably bad. Yeah. I mean, we definitely should like, so yeah. Da- so David is the smartest one <laughs> with this kind of stuff. And then I, no less. Uh, <laughs> I don't know as much. Gabe, I can't speak for. I don't know how much Gabe knows. But... I am interested in the con and yeah, the swindle yeah, yeah, yeah. and how people are able to, uh, rather the con men are able to make what they're doing sound legitimate and sort of brainwash us over time mm-hmm. to be okay with having uh, a cut taken out at every okay. corner. So it sounds like David's bringing the raw goods. I'm bringing the raw materials Danny's asking the questions as we're finding it. Gabe is telling the story. Yeah, yeah. Okay, for for the fans in the back. That's now, how- are there are pits in these avocados because there better <laughs> not be any pits in these. Like, what any, you, uh... like any nice uh, young white man from from the Pacific Northwest, Danny's mm-hmm. very good at asking questions. About hi, his hi there. <laughs> hi there, please. Excuse me. Uh-huh. Danny makes strong eye contact and always yeah. asks me great questions. Make me feel like he's really listening. Yeah. I have to ask more. I have to like, it's, I think it's better because my therapist has been saying that I explain things too much. <laughs> so I'd rather just be asking the questions and uh, letting somebody else talk. So, yeah. So we're going to, um, I, I do want to talk about, um, well, our main subject. Our main tonight. subject. Yeah, we all is- we all put our heads together, and, <laughs> which is to say, David had a great idea. <laughs> I think that we're going to talk because we're not thinking about it. We're talking about. Yeah, this is that's Midwest for saying we're going to talk about. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Libra. Um, and if you don't know who that if you don't know what that is, who Libra, is Libra? Who is Libra? <laughs> it's the scales. But really, yeah. who is Libra? And so I think that uh, Libra's an important or interesting thing to talk about because um, it is a weird new thing. It's been in the news. You may have seen Ocasio-Cortez grill Zuckerberg at a hearing and been like, fuck yeah, Ocasio-Cortez fucking murdering it. But the, the Libra is um, David, 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 grilling, David, you know? David. Who's, who's, who's Mark Zuckerberg? What is, who, <laughs> what is Libra? What are you talking okay, about? So, uh, I'm a Capricorn. Like, what, what's going on? So I saw the network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The social network. Okay, That's so, right. okay, so, okay, so we got to go. Okay, I'm sorry. So this is, okay, so <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Danny's the questioner. Yeah, All yeah. right, so Raw Goods, Facebook, a social media website, that you use to rate women online, and that's its sole purpose. Mm-hmm. And it also um, is uh, it also owns um, WhatsApp, which is what you use to call your family in Kuwait and just to see how they're doing, or to call your girlfriend who's t- teaching English in South Korea or whoever. You also, if your if your girlfriend or fiance has a uh, Google phone, yeah, uh, then and you and you have an iPhone and you try to send images. 
it doesn't look good via text. So you, you have to send them through WhatsApp to get the high res photos. Are you fucking serious? Oh my God. That's how you get the high res photos to wow, people who have, uh, mm-hmm. who have phones on other, uh, that's other, Facebook also other companies owning Instagram. They also own Instagram, own Instagram, the app that you look at to, um, look at, uh, people and see how many mirror pictures they're taking of themselves. <laughs> And then remembering that if you look on someone's story, it does say that you looked at their story. <laughs> so tread, tread carefully. Tread carefully. So Instagram is mostly just for mirrors. It's more of a mirror rating yeah, service. Yeah, it's like yeah. Yelp, but for mirrors. Yeah. So that's what my understanding of it is. But Libra's, Libra had a lot of other partners at one point. Um, and a lot of them were like PayPal, MasterCard. Um, let's see what, what else I can find. And Libra's, Libra's a, a cryptocurrency or something. It's, yes. it's, so, it's, um, it's a blockchain thing. So the thing, so Libra was an idea that it would be, it's still an idea. It ha, it's just proposed. So it's a, it's using a cryptocurrency technology and creating an exclusive use for this cryptocurrency pro- product which is bit, which is libra coin mm-hmm. okay you can only transact any financial transaction that you do over any facebook owned or affiliated uh platform facebook instagram whatsapp especially can any financial transaction has to be done through libra coin all of a sudden so so like so right now it's like i'm i'm scrolling through facebook i'm i'm picturing it i'm scrolling through facebook right now I see. Um, I see. Oh, my! My friend uh, is having a birthday, but they're doing that thing that happens where it'll be like, "I'm choosing to celebrate my birthday by donating something." And yes. So, so payments. Yeah. yeah. So, but instead of just doing the thing where like give them a buck, it's like give them one libra. Yes, yeah, so you would give them one libra if you are um, an Instagram thought um, and you're making money. Then you T H O T T. Thank you. That yep. has to be, that has to go um, through. You have to get paid in libra. If you were sending money via WhatsApp to, uh, you know, support a plastic surgeon in need and on the, you know, border town in Mexico, um, that has to be done. That would have to be done through Libra. Libra, yeah. Okay, and I'm, I'm getting ads on Facebook for for uh, essential oils. I'm paying yeah. one, because I'm, they saw that I I scroll and I search homeopathic remedies. Yeah, I'm for, pay, I'm paying 15 Libra so my comedy show can be advertised um 1.5 miles away from Astoria Queens in any one radius direction which does translate over to the upper east side of Manhattan. So naturally all the people on the upper east side will go around the long way to Astoria Queens <laughs> yes. to see my show and that 15 Libra will be well spent. <laughs> so all these yeah. so here are the other partners. Uh eBay, MasterCard, uh Mercado Pago, PayPal, Stripe and Visa, but most of them left actually a month ago or in October, sorry. Um and so in theory this is different from other um cryptocurrencies. Does anyone want between the two of you want to explain what a cryptocurrency is. Ooh, I have an idea. Okay, so, okay, so cryptocurrency. Quickly. Okay, cryptocurrency. Okay, what's a cryptocurrency? A cryptocurrency is like, um, it's a thing where you have a computer and you tell a, your computer, I need you to solve a very, I need you to tell me a, a very complicated mathematical uh, question. And by doing that, you will create like an algorithm or um, a, a thing or yes. a, a thing with your the, the numbers. And then that will make one 
Bitcoin. And but as you continue to make these, mine, it's mined. Yeah, if you mine, you mine it. And these are complicated mathematical problems. Complicated mathematical problems that get more and more complicated because in order to make more of these, you have to come up with more unique numbers or whatever. Correct. Yeah. So Bitcoin is a digital currency. Yes. I said it faster. Just putting it out there. It's, it's a digital. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, but and it's, it's decentralized. That's it's correct. decentralized that's as well. It's, so it's, it's a, all public. So its value is determined, is created. It's not backed by – the value of Bitcoin as a as a cryptocurrency is created by solving this, this computer solving this algorithm, right? And it is um, – the technology is called blockchain technology and it is uh, a – public ledger and it's a decentralized ledger wherein every single transa- transaction is automatically updated on every single person's ledger and everyone can trace it publicly there is in theory when it, when a cryptocurrency was first created there was bitcoin it was impossible to defraud it right um there have been since, since been many other ones there has been you know ethereum litecoin potcoin Dot Dogecoin. Um, Doge, Doge is the, that for dogs? That's, that's Dogecoin is the one where that 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 Shibu Inu got its own coin. So uh, when you guys both made it sound like a like a math nerd uh, problem, <laughs> <laughs> so you cre- so you create a, like a math problem that ends up with a very long number, and that number now becomes a. a a unit of something, mo- of money something that like exists that. in like a Tron so world. We, this is an, this is an important. The, what's interesting about this conversation and, and about the ultimate source of um, where of the of the value of Bitcoin uh, is that affects how it is ultimately will be regulated. Yeah. Um, and the, there's a lot of different parameters surrounding that. And I want to jump ahead a little bit and I want to distinguish that from. Libra. Not from Libra. Libra coin would have been different from Bitcoin because it has this distribution network. Yes. This vast 3 billion person distribution network. 3.5 billion people. And Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. WhatsApp. Instagram. It sounds okay. like an unfair platform advantage to the and other. They, and, and, and yeah, so in theory, points. any transaction that would happen on one of those three, as I said, any one of these things would happen on that platform would happen to. Be going through Libra. It has yeah. to be, use all Libra. Yeah. You'd, have to, you'd have to do like an exchange, like doing like you're flying into fucking your, uh, the eurozone. You got to switch out your dollars for your euros. You're doing a transaction on Facebook. You got to switch out your dollars for your Libra coins if you want to do any transactions. Yes, yeah, you see, see bit, Bitcoin. You know, if you wanted to get a Bitcoin back in the day, you had to be you had to be a real whiz at this shit. You had to have yeah. a girlfriend that re- resented you, and like <laughs> you, you spent most of your time on your custom built PC, like you know, looking on weird, strange forums yeah. in order to figure out. How you could get a a wallet, you know, to yeah. hold your Bitcoin, or you had a friend who would do this for you, and you buy from your friend for what, what like one hundred and fifty dollars in two thousand ten. Yeah, and then, right? you, and then you, and you could forget the Bitcoin password. Yeah, and then and you then, just lose your Bitcoin forever. Yeah. So Bitcoin's really biggest thing is that okay, what are you gonna do with this thing? You have this thing. It's apparently appreciating in value. Then it like dropped in twenty seventeen. Then it's back up now or something like that. But this thing, what are you gonna do? You're gonna buy heroin. You're gonna go like there's three bodegas in Brooklyn that you that accept Bitcoin two years ago. Okay, and then there's like three other uses for it. You know, uh, you know, going to your friend's house. 
and you're buying um, their refrigerator from them without their landlord knowing. And you're going to buy it and you're going to use it to store some, you know, like frozen fucking meats that you're going to open up. and it's, it's Bush gonna meat. Yeah, you want to. You want to. You're, you're starting like an underground butcher. Uh, yeah. You're like, would you like some halal orangutan? Yeah. <laughs> the point. The point. Yeah, fresh exactly. from the Congo. Yeah, exactly. The, the 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 point being though is that it's uh it's unregulated. Uh, it, it's unregulated. So That's not true anymore. It was less regulated. It was less less regulated. It was now, less regulated. Okay, so now since. 2017, 17 it has been regulated. Yeah. The Commodities Future Currency Commission, Commodities Future Trading Commission, C- Commodi- CFTC, C- the Commodities Futures Trading Commission has determined, has, <laughs> has determined that um, it is not a currency under law and under, because what the securities regulators do, they look at the concept they look at how people make money. They look at how people – the ownership structures. They look at the payout structures. They look at things like that. They look at the power dynamics of a product, not whether it's on the fucking blockchain or whether it's solving an algorithm or whether it's called Litecoin or Podcoin or whatever. They, they look at the power structures. So the SEC, the CFTC, um, and probably a few others got their knockers together. The, the SEC is the Securities and Exchange Commission. That's the big boy. They mm. regulate the they regulate securities. They regulate investments in a company or investments in a fund who is invested Fre- in freaking stocks, baby. Stocks, stocks and stocks, bonds. Stocks, baby. Stocks and That's bonds. That's right. Yes. Securities are stocks and bonds, right? Yeah. Commodity the CFTC regulates commodities. Commodities being Danny's Favorite thing in the all the world. all the corn that I got grown in my backyard and gold, baby. Yes, and my gold. Yes, and gold. And my gold. 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 Pork yeah. bellies. Yeah. Pork bellies. Diamonds. 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 Coffee. Coffee. Tobacco. Tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> Tobacco. The brown stuff. <laughs> and, uh, if you guys are watching the movie uh, Trading Places, frozen orange juice was uh, yes. really was a, a pivotal commodity uh, from that movie. Yeah. Um, and so, com- CFTC looks at this and says, "This is a." Product that is used that is mined. Literally, that's the vocabulary that they offer us. The verb. This is a mined product that is used that has va- as much value as people give it. It is something that cannot that it can be bartered in theory, but is not backed by a sovereign government. Okay, so then the third one, the third type of thing of financial structure that exists in the world would be currency, the obvious one, money, right? Money is regulated by banks, central banks, treasury departments, Federal Reserve. I love it. So we've got money, we've got currency, we've got commodities. Those three. And we have stocks and bonds. Securities. Securities Securities. are stocks and bonds. Securities. There's really only three. Securities, which are stocks and bonds. Yeah. Commodities, gold, timber, frozen orange juice, tobacco, you know, heroin. Actually, heroin heroin and, and weed, arguably, maybe less weed, but I mean, like you can make an argument that they are commodities in some way. And then um, currency. And currency um, is central, has to be uh, monopolized and backed by a backed, sovereign state. M- monopolized and backed by a sovereign state. Okay? Yeah, There's be- a monopoly of the dollar in the United States. You cannot use Canadian dollars in the United States. And you cannot use comp- – you cannot use private money in the United States. Up in, I mean that, that wasn't enforced in the 19th century because there are a lot of um, – States that had their own currency. Was, there were a lot yeah, of companies yeah. that had their own currency. But really, since the modern era, you cannot use 
anything but the dollar in the United yeah, States. There was, there was a region that uh, still exists called Appalachia and uh, <laughs> wildly exploited back in the day. Uh, people, coal miners back in the day, they would not be paid in dollars and cents. They would be paid in script, which is fake money or money that would only be used at like the general store down the street. For example, it is so. This is something that other you know lefties have brought up about Libra, and Ocasio Cortez brought this up that Libra is a form of script. Okay, and that's what she was kind of arguing. It is, and it's so much more. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not only is she right. <laughs> yes, mean, and <laughs> it, it reminds me of uh, how how uh, Amazon has like is it is a platform as well as a bookstore yes yeah. as well as a store for every other product yes so it can out compete any other uh any other place that sells just one product because it can under it can uh undervalue its own version of that product in, in, a, yes. in a weird way amazon is actually strangely doing a better job coming up with its own currency in the form of Amazon gift cards. That's right. Because they sell everything. And you know, if you've ever worked at an office or there's a giveaway on a radio station, it's like, we'll give you an hundred dollar Amazon gift card. It's like they're ubiquitous. Yeah, that's really. right. I mean yeah. they are they are just they're sixty percent or forty percent of all online retail sales is Amazon. They're just they're they're a whole other animal. We probably won't be talking too much about companies on we maybe later we can talk about sure. some things, but we won't ta- be talking about too much about companies as much on this show it's going to be more about other stuff but what's good about this and what's good about libra is that we get to learn about the other different the three the big three different types of money and those are the three and libra can be script but script is basically instead of giving you wages for working in my coal factory my coal mine okay i'm going to give you um vanderbilt bucks yeah. You know, and Vanderbilt bucks can be used to pay your rent, which is owned by when your landlord is Mr. Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. And it can only be used to pay your rent. And also Vanderbilt bucks can be used to buy your groceries, which is the stores owned by Mr. Vanderbilt. And only you can, we will only accept Vanderbilt bucks at those. Script is that. And script is illegal. Okay. Libra is script for Instagram influencers. So there are, there is an argument to be made. And I, I, believe this that every single time we make a post every time we post every time we shit post okay who are facebook's customers facebook's customers are not us okay facebook's customer facebook's ultimately a advertising platform and it is a b2b a business to business you know marketing and advertising platform they sell our data to advertisers that's where the actual revenue stream is our data is a commodity Yes. Our data is not quite – our da- to be more precise, our data is the product. Yes. Our data is the labor. Yeah. Okay? So we – every time we shitpost, we are fucking laborers, baby. Okay? And it – so – but they don't – but the government doesn't see us as employees because um, – well, I'll let you answer that question yourself. They're fucking shit libs and they're stupid. Um, and, but we are, we are actually their employees because that's – we are not – we are doing this for free. We are – I mean, we voluntarily signed up for Facebook. We're unpaid. Yes. We're no, we're unpaid interns. Imagine, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine is, just yeah. going to work because you just like socializing and liking people's statuses while you're at work. That's what we do every day when we sign on to Facebook and Instagram. We show up to an office. 
We perform someone's work just for the small benefits of being able to hang out with someone at the water cooler. You're yeah. volunteering your time just so you can go to the water cooler. We're like we're hamsters that are just loving those little drops of sugar water that yeah, come yeah. out of the, yeah. the dropper. Yeah. And every Absolutely. every and like I said, every once in a while, every once in a while, your show that gets promoted on Facebook. You do get like one or two crazy oddball fans who will come through who are ultimately terrible comedy show audience people. <laughs> but, but they got that's oh that's the sugar water you're getting from being from doing this platform. Well, that's like that's getting right. five dollar a five dollar win off your scratch off ticket. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's almost yeah. It's like it's almost as if I'd rather just have five bucks for each fucking chud who comes through <laughs> rather than paying all this uh, time and money and uh, uh, mental also, labor. But also, it's like. Okay, I mean, yes, you know, they are making it more convenient to meet new people and to, like, promote your brand and promote your life and stuff like that. But you can also just meet people, you yeah. know? Like, it is not an impossible thing to meet people, to fucking busk and fucking bark outside your show or whatever. Or just, like, fucking have a, you know, nice, stable life and share your pictures with your friends and loved ones over email. Um, because you want Google to be able to read your emails, not Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's more, <laughs> it's more intimate that way, you know? And, but like, so the, um, there is a, a theory. If you subscribe to that theory, then every single time, if we were to go on Libra, we were the producers and any transaction we also wanted to make as produce, as laborers on Facebook's platform. Okay. And any transaction we wanted to make, we would also be having to use Facebook's currency. That is, you can make, you can see the connection that it is Scrip. You can see the argument that um, that Ocasio Cortez is making. Okay, and she's not wrong. And that how that affects all of us directly, arguably, that is the most material. That is the most substantive. That is the most tangible. But let's take it to another level. Baby, how there's is more. It, how is it even more nefarious? Yeah, That's every scripted. single form of fraud imaginable <laughs> what are you telling me there's a man with three playing cards he's gonna be using a small little desk you say find queen find the queen man <laughs> every single form of fraud imaginable incentivized okay sure if, imagine if the sec the cftc the treasury departments the well the federal reserve is maybe not apropos in this but those three, okay, had an incentive for, to, for the people that they regulate to commit as many transactions as possible. They directly benefited money in their wallets every single time there was a financial transaction. Not just like it's good for the economy and we want to support you know, the growth of the America's GDP. But like, no, literally, tangibly, they are benefiting. It's the middleman taking his cut every transaction. Yes, but it is like imagine if the middleman was also orchestrating the cuts. Like it, it is, it is like you know Warren talks about this. You know that you're the you're both the player and the umpire at the same time. You know, like you're goddamn Judge Dredd is what you are. You, are, you know what I mean? No, who's Judge Dredd? He is a comic book character that is uh, both the judge, jury, and executioner. Oh, and cool. he was very, and he was fam famously played by the one guy who played uh, the doctor on the new Star Trek um, movies, uh, who's in a lot of movies. And Judge Dredd also wears a helmet that doesn't show his eyes. And he, he always has like a crazy scowl, just like, 
the entire oh, time. Oh, that yeah. guy. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm respect, talking about. Respect. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That, that actually, you know what, uh, listeners, um, you really um, – Danny just really helped you out with that really, really good face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, I'm glad. Yeah, David, <laughs> David got it. Ergo, you got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, but it's they're they are they're in power. They're the the ones controlling all of that. So imagine if um yeah, like, like you every single time you make a transaction with a Bitcoin, right? Um that helps other Bitcoin people because that that pegs the wealth, right? That pegs the wealth and that gets more people involved. And if you break it up more and that increases demand, okay, and that increases its price and overall its net value. Libra, similar concept, but it's like if you have a um, marketplace, the more transactions that happen, there is um, a benefit that is going back to because also Libra is owned by the Libra Association and they're, they never fully explained it because it never really got off the ground. Libra never really got off the ground. Whether when you own a Libra, whether that is just a symbol of something that is uh, that is pegged to the overall value or whether it is like an investment in it. So like like is it is it like a pro rata interest in the reserve of Libra coin? Pro rata. Yeah, is it like 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 you have one you have one libra and that is the an actual in like you own if there's 100 libra and you own one of them you actually own 1% of libra oh, okay? okay or yeah, is yeah. it just Libra is 100% owned by these people, and you own one Libra, but that doesn't mean you own Libra Association. You're not – you're just that sort means, of leasing it kind of? Yeah, yeah, leasing yeah. versus owning. That's a good – that's a, a very good distinction. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it's leasing versus owning. So they never fully were clear about that. Um, but nonetheless, anytime you move around that money, um, Libra Association was going to make money off of that. Okay, so if you're committing a Ponzi scheme, if you're committing some fraud, if you're fucking some racketeering thing, some selling some heroin, anything, anything that happens on this, they will make a cut off of it and they will use any chance they can to have you use Libra. To keep making cut, to keep the transactions are the only thing that matter to them. To keep, yeah, to keep them going. And a big, and I think, uh, so with a, with a Bitcoin, it would be that it's not, it's not centralized. Yeah. And with it's Libra, incredibly centralized it's on Facebook. Centralized. <laughs> with Libra, yeah, yeah. it is it is centralized. You're, it, it's we're all it's all conduits lead to the same company. To the yeah, the same, same. Yeah, Libra Association, which is owned by like a fucking cabal of like multi-trillion-dollar companies. Pe- you know, PayPal. You know, uh, met what Mastercard, fucking Facebook, and like a few others who are just like, you know. Uh, Chomping at the bit. Did I use that? Is that the right idiom? Yeah. Chomping sure. at the bit for this opportunity. They it's, would love it. They would love it. Yes, thank you. And so they were very excited. They would love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it, folks. You love it. Because it would be a monetary system that is uh, completely divorced from any sovereign nation. Yeah. Or any people. Yes. It's like when. And, when... and ergo, any semblance of democratic accountability. Yeah, it's like um, remember when like uh, there was like a there was like a fucking Netflix episode on Hong Kong Shanghai Bank HSBC and how yeah. they well, they were like involved in some sort of like shady trading thing where they like it, it, they fucked up basically okay. and their executives like went to congressional hearings and were like we are sorry we are wrong we sh- we get it this is a big problem 
Imagine a company where even though HSBC didn't really get fined much or didn't get have any accountability, imagine them not even having to be like, we're sorry. Like, it's yeah. like, no, we don't have, no, we're literally yeah. not accountable so to anybody. When did <laughs> you say we're sorry to, like, who who would even be the, the spokesperson for yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, so they're just like, yeah. There's it, no face to this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So their, their, their whole posture, when they came up with the idea, they were like, Oh yeah, this is never. No one's ever going to let this happen. Like they they knew it, and so they walked into the House Financial Services subcommittee hearing in July. This guy Marcus, someone Marcus, he walked in. He was like, "Look, we're too willing to do whatever we need to to comply with whatever rules we can. We're open. We we actively seek your feedback." And he came in, and they just fucking grilled the shit out of him. I mean, the Republicans were like, oh, my God, like, can I please just, like, make a fucking phallus shaped out of Libra somehow yeah. and <laughs> stick it in my mouth as deep as I can while I'm also licking your boots? Is that possible for me to do that? Yeah. And they so, – some of them were like that, and some of them were a little bit more skeptical. And I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Zuckerberg. What are you, what are you trying, man? Is some sort of digital coin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My goodness, what a little corn in will, my hand. <laughs> I, I, I will say, though, I, I, have, I have one thing to say about dumb Republican senators as a stereotype. Because, like, remember yeah. when Zuckerberg appeared in 2017 after the Cambridge Analytica thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is the thing. I am vaguely familiar with some of the questions that they were asking him, some of the more, like, technical stuff. And I'm also... Most of us are vaguely familiar, because we watch Law & Order, as how a prosecutor works. Okay, and how a deposition works. And they ask very simple questions because they were trying to get him on the record for saying something, not because they didn't know it. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. And when did we read all those? Define cat. (laughs) (laughs) They're trying to get him on the record for saying that stuff. And oftentimes he would say, I don't know, sir. I'm not sure. I'm not aware. Okay, he is the president. He is like the majority shareholder and CEO of this, the biggest tech company, arguably on planet Earth. And he doesn't know one of the most basic fucking like defamation law things or privacy, data security things. Like he knows all these things. Every single time he said, I am not aware of the law, sir, he was lying. He knew, and his lawyer told him to say he did not know. Go back yeah. and watch that. He lied about not knowing. Every single time he went uh, in front to talk about the Libra Association, um, and they grilled him. Every single time he said, I don't know. He was also lying then. And then once the Cambridge Analytica scandal broke out, and there were all these videos of all these like you know Southern Republicans saying, Sir, what is Cambridge Analytica? To you, you know, and like, and they're trying to, they're being, they're being prosecutors. They're trying to get this information on the record for, yes. him, for, for their witness to say this thing. Facebook spins it to say, all dumb men don't know technology. All dumb men don't know, playing yeah. into the biases of their younger gener- millennial and Zoomer generation to win the media war. And then they publish, they promote all those stories on their own platforms. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So these men may not be the most tech savvy but they the I would guarantee you they're that not seven- printing out all of their emails yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it's, it's yeah, exactly, exactly. In, a, yeah. in, in exactly. a weird back in a weird backdoor sort of kind of way it is it's like you said it's getting them to actually say something on the record so when Orrin Hatch or whoever or Lindsey Graham or whoever asked him to like how does Facebook make money when Mark Zuckerberg 
sits there like and then makes his weird little devil grin and yeah, goes like yeah. we do advertising like in the back of his head he's like i'm about to school this noob yeah but then ha- he's actually you know and again all those people who ask that they're idiots but whatever but what they're what he's saying that they're he's admitting very you know very like to the face of people it's like this is not about people <laughs> like every every time you see an advertisement it's like facebook we're we're bringing people together. It's like, no, it's advertising. <laughs> it's advertising. Exactly. It's advertising. That's it. You know, it, it is. And they um, had a great, a brilliant media strategy and they did much better on the first time than on this time because everyone kind of recognized like Facebook's lost a lot of goodwill. And when you have someone like, frankly, when you have like a new wave of freshman Democrats who are like testing them, they can't really play like the old, the old congressman versus the young uh, you know, fucking, you know, tech person, you yeah. know, like, and automatically they're cooler in the eyes of every single millennial because they're younger and they're tech, you mm-hmm. know? And so they played those optics very well in 2017 and they didn't play it so well in this most recent one from what I, ob- from what I observed. Um, so, um, that being said, going n- n- that enough of me defending Orrin Hatch. All right. I will yeah, never yeah, defend yeah. Orrin Hatch ever again. But um, and I I don't think that any of their stuff is right. I mean, like Ted Cruz was almost right. He was talking about defamation law and like how the fact that they are like censoring media. But then he was trying to fucking come up with this baseless fucking conspiracy theory that they were censoring conservative media. I mean, fucking Facebook has become most one of the most like openly Republican friendly fucking platforms on the Internet. Like they are coddling conservatives. Ted Cruz was like so on the nose about the actual like issues with editorial independence, but then he fucking like skewers it, all of his legitimacy by saying that, oh, well, have you heard of this somebody, this kid named Charlie Kirk? It's like, oh, you fucking idiots. You almost had him. <laughs> you almost had him. <laughs> so, you were so close to class consciousness. Yeah. 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 So, anyways, so the last thing that this could do um, is that it could just not only, okay, so first off, we have script. It could um, commit – you could commit any fraud mm-hmm. imaginable because you have every single incentive to do so, okay? And then the last thing that you can really think of it as is um, – remember what happened in Greece in 2011? Whoa, Who could forget? Okay, so, uh, okay. Oh, what do I remember? It wasn't good, was it? I'm pretty sure it was bad. So basically during – because of the recession – Austerity led to spending cuts that the EU was going to give out to Greece because they owed some money. And they basically went fucking bankrupt. Mm -hmm. And Germany, who is the sovereign power in the EU, let's be real, was basically dictating the terms and the interest rates by which Greece would pay off their debts. And if something like Libra gets off the ground, any any small country could easily have that relationship – could become a a Greece – to Libra's Germany. Mm-hmm. You look, look, you so, say, say what you will about. So Mark Zuckerberg could become Angela Merkel. Yes, baby. Yeah. yeah da. Yeah. Da. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, that's uh, okay. That is Russian. And shit. so it would be. Yeah. 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 I'm a bad, uh, Bad German. Uh, so, but like, yeah, so, but like Latvia or Estonia, they like, yeah. they, or, they yeah, or like, run into debt and now. Imagine Belarus being accountable to Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, like any, any, um, but also like any global currency. They talk about how this could empower, 
you know, women who couldn't make money otherwise. Yeah, oh, but you would love fuck- doing. They love to like. Oh, we're gonna do a little micro loan. They love. They <laughs> yeah. love. Like they love using like feminism when it doesn't. I them. love disruptive entrepreneurship. <laughs> yeah, I mean, on it's a like small my, level. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like okay, we're gonna ha- empower like women in the Sudan um, by like giving pay, paying them for their domestic labor in Libra. Yeah, but that's because the Sudanese dollar is literally means nothing now, and it, it will it could become the fiat global currency like the, how the dollar is. But there is um, arguably there's no World Trade Organization, there's no IMF, and there's no democratic sovereign governments holding the dollar accountable. It's just a private cabal of like trillion dollar asset firm, like asset firms who would just be dictating the terms by which Senegal would be paying off its fucking debts to the Libra Association. Now, okay? And now, now and let, don't get it twisted, folks. The IMF is bad. But like... No, they're, they're bad because yeah, yeah. they're not doing better. Yeah, they're not doing that. Like, Does we that don't, make sense? We, yeah, we don't like the IMF, but... In a weird twist of fate, they are the better option in this situation. Yeah, from, a, from a harm reduction perspective, yeah, yeah. look, a 15% interest rate is worse than a 7% one. And the IMF does a fucked up 7% one or something like that. I, I, you know, I don't know. But, like, but Libra could easily do 15% or, yeah. something, or whatever. They could do whatever the fuck they want. It would be accelerating things to where we're all we've privatized currency for everyone. Yes. It's, it's a bank exactly. it's a bank it's versus the, a cash checking place. Cuz like a bank pay, it's a like a payday lender. Yeah, payday lender. It's like yeah. a, it's like a bank you got 77% and those payday lenders is like you will pay a 70%. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It, it's it, it could easily be exploited. It's usury. I mean, it could be global usury, you know, and like really 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 bad bad. It's 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 a neoliberal wet dream as well. Yeah. Like it really is Slowly privatizing what is what was otherwise once essential government services that were democratically owned and democratically held accountable. And right. yeah. Libra will never get off the ground because even neolibs recognize and frankly most fucking conservatives recognize that the legitimacy of the monopoly of a currency is still held in the power of the sovereign states. So moment. we got to have currency, the military – and the police. <laughs> and, that, and those are the, the, three, the three pillars. The three and, we've the pillars. Pillars. <laughs> and we've already privatized two of them. Yeah, yeah. We've already privatized the military and the police. You can't you privatize know? currency, baby. How are you going to get all those southern lawyers I was talking about just walking down the street flipping a coin? <laughs> you can't privatize having a good time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So that's yeah. Uh, so Libra. That's, that's Libra. And uh, I, I hope that... It'll be easier for us to talk we'll, about we'll the security pro- we should, industry. We'll, we'll probably put like maybe a link of like maybe some good reading. Into oh yeah, this, you that's know, yeah, because yeah, yeah. that that's probably a good idea because it is a, it's, it is a dense and at most stuff in this will probably be more dense than not. But that's what you want. You want those complex carbohydrates. Let's you get, want that white bread. Let's bullshit. get thick, baby. I want to have nuts. I want to be eating sixteen <laughs> grain nuts. All right. Yeah, you're not. You're not going to crash anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want. I want this dietary to fiber to go right through me. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah. Let's make your commute a little more interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Welcome yeah. to that uh, whole grain. Uh, Ponzi scream. Yeah, Ponzi scream. Yeah, yeah. I want to feel like this smooth uh, peanut butter is actually chunky because there's so many nuts in the bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. That's yeah. it. That's us. Okay. And, and uh, next week, I, th- um, I don't know. We'll talk about something else. We can yeah. Talk, we can talk about um, excessive fees. 
Yeah. We're going to talk about excessive fees next yeah. week and then fiduciary duties. Those will be the, that, that, those are, that's a little bit more vegetable homework. Yeah. Vegetable yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's all fucking vegetables, you fucking piece of shit. You don't deserve <laughs> your sweets. You don't deserve your sweets. Yeah, yeah. All right. Listen to that. If you want sweets, listen to My Favorite Murder. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, everybody. I'm Bye-bye. Gabe Pacheco. I'm David Bradley Eisenberg. I'm Danny Feltz. Good night. Bye. Sweet dreams. <laughs>